reach people, you transform people who are also very bright lights. Like you have this like whole wave or movement of people who have come to you. And I'm hoping that everybody who's listening to this recognizes yourself because they're saying that you activate like the leaders, the teachers, the healers, and you also just help people. This is very sweet. Like it's very moving, actually. You also help people find that which is beautiful in themselves. But I see in like a really grounded way. It's not like a super esoteric, inaccessible way. It's like I'm here, I'm in the body, I'm feeling myself, and I'm going to help you feel yourself. Welcome home to the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. This is your virtual sanctuary where we keep it light while going deep and ground spirituality into the reality of what it means to be human. We explore consciousness, evolution, alternative health, all things truth, taboo, and beyond. There are no boxes or rules here. Tune in each week where myself and raw and real guests will be sharing our lived experience through a multifaceted lens to support you no matter where you're at on your journey. This is a sacred space where spiritual principles and universal wisdom are accessible, simple, and digestible because all are welcome here. It is your birthright to remember the magic and miracle that you are. You ready to be inspired? Let's do this, love. Oh, hello, beautiful humans. I am very excited about today's episode. I had the honor of bringing Brenda Pell on and she is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful soul an Akashic Records master healer and teacher, energy healer, former psychologist, and oh my gosh, it's very serendipitous how she came on the show. Actually, I had a session with her just after my birthday at the beginning of September, and I normally am not, I've been in a space over the last several years of my awakening journey where I've been very discerning with the consumption. I've been very discerning in terms of um, not allowing others to take my power away, right? Like really discerning in terms of mentors and that in which I'm seeking outside of myself. And so one of the promises that I made to myself is that anything that I consume, anything external, anything that anybody else ever tells me is, is essentially a clarification of what I already know to be true inside of me. I'm not learning anything new. Nobody's telling me or teaching me anything new. It's, it's really just this activation of this gnosis that resides within my being. And it's always fun around my birthday to get a session like I think I did it the year before I got an astrology session and it's just kind of fun. And and there's usually like at least one or two little nuggets that just feels like a little wink from spirit that I'm on path and to trust the process. And one of my friends discovered Brenda Pell through Danielle Page, which is an astrologer that we both follow and she had a beautiful session with her and I think it was probably about a year ago. And then I finally was like, you know what? I want to book with her. It feels, it feels like it's time. So I had the session with her and I had been, been meaning to bring her on the show to ask her because I wanted to share her with other people because it was deeply healing and moving and 
again, deeply affirming for me with the, the transitory stages that I'm in in my life currently. And then I happened to stumble across her doing a live Akashic Records channeling on, again, Danielle Page's Instagram. And it was this immediate impulse to reach out to Bryn, like, this is the time. It's time to bring her on the show. And so I reached out. I just immediately sent her this heartfelt email and she wrote back and she tuned in with spirit and just said, it's an immediate yes. And I honestly just wanted to have her on the show to to share her practices, to share what the Akashic Records is to her, to share her process, to share her background and her story. And then she was like, mm, the the keepers of the Akashic Records have messages for you and have messages for your listeners. Like, would you like to do also a live transmission on the show? And I was an immediate yes. And I was, of course, also very nervous because, you know, when you have these sessions with you know, people who are able to kind of help facilitate and support and affirm what your soul is calling for, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. And it's generally vulnerable and intimate, right? Because it's personal. And, um, but I knew it's what, I knew it's what needed to happen. And so I'm just grateful that I had the courage just to ask. I'm grateful that I stumbled. It's like very serendipitous, right? How the whole thing transpired that Bryn needed to be on the show in this moment in time. How I, you know, just stumbled across her on Instagram, you know, doing that live transmission, how I reached out, how she said yes. And we shifted things around and and really got got her on the schedule quickly and it was all, it all happened within just a matter of a few days. And that is what feels so fun for me with the podcast. It's reminding me to bring the play back in, the fun back in, um, the synchronicity back in, the connection back in. And oftentimes just with anything in life, you know, because I have been extremely consistent with the podcast because I know it's something that I'm destined to do to move forward with sometimes we can 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 get lost in the the monotony of the of the journey of the process and so it really grounded me back into how I want to invite people on the show how it gets to feel just the whole process and of course like there was nerves there was like what is she going to reveal and is she going to say something that I'm not prepared for the audience to hear. But one of the pieces that Bryn affirmed in this session, this live session was how my vulnerability is deeply healing for me and how much it activates other people. And and I also trusted that whatever came through was in the highest good and highest service to, to both myself, to Bryn and to the collective. And so I got to really get out of my own way there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So I'm deeply fascinated by her psychology background and her awakening journey and just how everything unfolded for her in terms of her gifts. And she explained the loss of her father and just um, kind of the pushback from from those at the clinic she was working in at the psychology clinic. And 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 then, of course, a, a little dark night of the soul, which I don't believe those were her words, but where she kind of lost everything, relationships shifted, she lost her job while she walked away from her job, you know, just so much transition, so much change. And this is why I love asking these questions because the path (laughs) 
it's not for the faint of heart, you know, and, and so I'm in a deeply transitory time in my life. We talk about this in the session. Um, it just feels like a lot, it feels like a lot of change happening in my personal and professional life. And Bryn affirmed that. And what's just fun is, is in the first session that I had with her. And now that I'm kind of reflecting back on both sessions, because they were only really like six to eight weeks apart. And I wasn't intending, you know, the intention to have her on the show. I wasn't, I didn't, you know, I wasn't planning on asking her to do something like this because it is, it's, it's, you know, her work. And so I wanted to be respectful and just have the conversation, but here we are, we ended up doing it. But what I noticed with the, it, it's almost like the sessions built upon each other. And in my first session with her and, you know, I have another mentor that has also affirmed the path that I've seen for my life in the ter- in, in the form of impact, in the form of ex- life experience, in the form of having a family and travel and service and and being seen in big ways on, on these various platforms. And, and that was what she affirmed for me is the, the tens of thousands of people who are really waiting for me to just continue to speak up, to share my truth, to be honest, to, to share what I know inside. And, that came through in the first session and my spirit babies came through. I mean, there was so much affirmation of like my spirit babies. I actually haven't even really talked about this on the show, but my spirit babies switching places, why the boy came before <laughs> my little boy came before my little girl. And, and, um, yeah, lots of affirmation in terms of the move and why the North Carolina move needed to happen. And, a lot of affirmation in terms of what what I came here for on a soul level. And then in this session, which you're going to hear live very shortly, there was like a building upon it. And then she actually did some healing work with the support of the keepers of the Akashic Records and clearing the stagnant energy in my throat, like the fear of spreading my message and um, and really focusing on the impact that I'm creating with my community. And it's kind of it's kind of coming back full circle to what I was saying about the experience, the journey of of having Bryn on the show. It's kind of the same with my work, with my coaching, with what I'm sharing. It's like focusing on how I'm helping people because it really does feel good. It really does light me up, not focusing on making it about me, but just focusing on what it's doing for humanity. Because when I do that, it actually fills me up and it feels very, very good inside my being. And so, yeah, it was, um, it was beautiful to, get another little taste. And again, we talk about this in the, in the show itself, but the, the experience was catered towards me. However, it, it's, it was very much geared towards supporting whoever is listening moving forward, right? This will be a, an evergreen episode that people get to tune into at various points in time. And so just know that you are also getting an activation and a healing. And if there were any little nuggets that you were like, oh, wow, that really helped me just trust that. 
um, because Bryn also affirmed that I'm kind of like a conduit for um, supporting these energetic shifts with humanity as well for those that are listening. So yeah, I think that's the biggest piece that I wanted to kind of tap into is when I, it's, it's, it's very rare that I let somebody come into my life now to so intimately to support me on my journey. And Bryn was one, is one of those people over the course of the last year. Like I said, I can count on one hand the number of times that I've reached out for support from somebody else. And, um, and again, that's because I, I, really want to anchor in this personal responsibility, personal empowerment, sovereignty inside my vessel and know that sometimes we have blind spots and sometimes like we have our moments where our ego gets in the way, our personality gets in the way, our subconscious programming gets in the way and having a beautiful support system is helpful. And so Bryn talks about, I, you know, you can book one-on-one private sessions with her like their one hour private sessions. And she also has coming up on November 3rd, this Akashic Records level one. It's, it's an introduction to the Akashic Records course. And this is really like this beautiful initiation into um, accessing the Akasha for yourself and for others, if you so choose. But what I what I love about it is it brings the power back inside of us. And so she's teaching you how to access it for yourself. She's not just saying, hi, I'm Bryn. I know how to access the Akashic Records and you don't. So you got to come through me. No, she's saying, yes, if you want this, this is a beautiful supportive tool. Trust yourself and everybody has access if they so choose. And so I want to empower you with the wisdom that already resides within you to be able to tap into that. And so I'm a huge proponent of that. So feel into that. Um, If it feels juicy, if it feels yummy, again, there are, you know, two main avenues that you can receive from Bryn. But I really feel that she's a beautiful light in this world. Her energy is deeply healing. It's just very soothing to my soul. (laughs) I feel like she has this beautiful divine mother energy that really just um, supports, support. It's just so supportive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So definitely check out the the show notes and all the ways to connect, especially if you're intrigued by this Akashic Records course that's starting just a few days after the launch of this episode. And again, she will, she does offer it, I think once a year, perhaps. So if you're feeling it, you know, the time is to kind of do it now because as we're starting to wake up, conscious you know and and kind of bring consciousness into reality the veil is going to continue to be thin and the access is just going to get more effortless for those who are saying yes to their soul path and and choosing um yeah choosing the road less traveled for much of the collective in terms of you know dancing to the beat of your own drum and 
doing things a little bit differently, shaking things up and maybe doing the illogical thing to your own mind or to those around you, you know, and so this is where I hope that this episode can support you. And it's actually really funny because so much of my personality, like in terms of like my conditioning and personality, I had such a good girl energy for so long. Like I really wanted to do it right. And I wanted to make prove prove I was a good girl and prove that I could be successful and make my parents proud and do all the things. And in this session today, Bryn affirmed that I have, she called it like this maverick energy where I really am like a rule breaker and I'm here to kind of shake shit up. And, and I do feel that like the more that I come home to myself, especially as I'm pregnant there's it's like I'm stepping into womanhood in an even in even deeper way as I'm stepping into motherhood and it's it's really it feels so right for me to just say hey wait a second why are we doing this thing just because we've always done it this way and just because somebody has told you that this is how it needs to be or somebody told you that, you know, if this was written in this book or this is what this person says to do in order to feel X, Y, and Z or whatever, I just feel this deep sense of, mm, can we just be a little curious and check this out over here? And um, and so again, when whenever, and I I notice this when I'm, you know, facilitating coaching and healing and energy sessions and, you know, facilitating human design and gene key sessions and the affirmation, there's nothing sweeter than feeling that affirmation of what you feel at a soul level inside of you. Because right, only I know what that feels like when I feel the bigness of my life, when I feel the the impact, right? When I chose to leave the matrix in a lot of ways and the the linear path and the path that society would have said like, wow, she's got it all figured out, right? But ultimately what my soul truly desires is bigness, is experience, is all of the emotions and all of the sensations and all of the things that we get to receive by being human beings on this planet. And it's so, it just always helps to because it's just because you have (laughs) a world that kind of wants to pull you back in. And again, following this path is not it's it's very disruptive. There's no other way to put it, right? Like when you completely shift course, there's at a cellular level, things are changing, right? Like you're breaking subconscious patterns and programming and and the way that you used to show up is different to those who are you know, familiar with how you showed up, but you know, between amongst your friends and your family and your peers and your colleagues and so people are like, what happened to you? (laughs) You know, and, and it's uncomfortable because people are used to having you show up a certain way and then you show, start showing up differently. And, and so it's just, again, all I can, the word just, that just keeps coming up is disruptive. And what I know to be true, like what I feel so deeply within my being is I would much rather Because I remember what it was like when I was 
just following like the status quo and just doing the thing, right? Like going to the college and getting the degree and having the professional career and working my way up the corporate ladder and finding my life's partner and, you know, like getting married and then eventually having kids. And I, it just felt so soul sucking for me. And I remember feeling like I would much rather, and I still feel this way, I would much rather be shifting and evolving and changing all of the time and creating this instability and stability and the disruption, which is actually really funny because Bryn talks about this, like I'm a seeker of change. I love change. I love evolution. And this podcast is really here to support your evolution. And so I'm constantly like, okay, I'm going to keep shifting. I'm going to keep evolving. I'm going to keep stretching. And then I'm going to restabilize. And this is the energy that, you know, Bryn affirmed that I can help support humanity with, right? Because it's, again, instability isn't fun. (laughs) I'm in the middle of instability right now. And, and so it's like creating those little micro moments in pockets of play, of creativity, of pleasure, of joy, of just having, feeling the simple moments of the sun shining on my skin and communing with the trees and playing with my puppy and having intimate experiences with my partner and whatever it is, like creating a new recipe in the kitchen. It's like, those are actually the moments that create the stability for me and bring me back into presence. And that's when the synchronicities begin to come in and that's when the magic begins to come in. And that's when I'm just flooded with the divine. And I I trust the process of, of what I signed up for. And, you know, if, and, and if, if I'm really here to help people follow their soul path and, lean into the instability of of what that comes with and learn how to reground and reconnect with their bodies and create stability. Of course, I get to experience that and move through that, right? So I'm I'm I know that I'm when I look back on this experience in my life related to moving and being pregnant and my service work and all of the ego death and personality death and death of the old Lindsay and stepping into all of the new identities, I know when I look back at this stage of my life, I'm going to be like, ah, it needed to happen this way. And I'm so glad that it did because I wouldn't know how to share that with all of you. I wouldn't know how to support people because how can I teach something that I haven't experienced myself Right. So again, this isn't this isn't about me like reading something in a book and then teaching it. This is about me being in the experience of what it means to go all in to follow um, your divine path and to really be an example of it's not easy. There's lots of tears There's lots of moments of wanting to give up. There's lots of moments of feeling helpless and hopeless and literally battling with the constructs of my mind. And on top of that, though, the amount of beautiful, mystical, ecstatic, playful, joyful experiences are, I mean, it's just exponential. And so 
that to me is the full experience of life. Like we got to go into the depths in order to rise up. We've got to meet all of those parts of ourselves that don't want to change in order to continue on this evolutionary path. And um, I'm just really grateful for Bryn because it gave me the little jolt that I needed to keep going when I feel like I'm in the middle of a pressure cooker right now, just ready to freaking (laughs) explode at any moment. And instead of it feeling like a self-combustion, it feels like a massive expansion. It's like, okay, I know what's on the other side. I know what's coming. So much uncertainty, so much unknown, but I really believe in the beauty of my life and what I get to show others. And I want to keep leaning into that. So I just want to thank Bryn for, yeah, just giving me that gift. And again, I also want to thank myself because I tend to not do that enough. Thank myself for having the courage and the vulnerability to say yes to the podcast, to share myself so openly. And... um yeah, to really generously support humanity. And I think I really want to acknowledge that aspect of me that does that because I think I brush it off a lot and I think I don't really give myself enough credit for how much I've leaned into sharing those parts, those intimate parts with myself that um, generally most people would hide. And um, yeah, so I'm feeling like if you, my ask is that if you feel right, because Bryn actually affirmed in this episode as well, that the people that are listening to the show are leaders, are paradigm shifters, are those who are also on this path. And so I ask that you just continue to, if you feel something, like I'm giving you an example here, if you feel a resonance with this episode, share it with someone. If you feel appreciation for me or for Bryn, send us a message. If you, and so many of you already do that so beautifully and you know who you are, you know, if you feel this impulse to sign up for this Akashic Records course because you're like, yeah, I'm ready to be in my own sovereignty. I'm ready to deepen my access with myself. I'm ready to stretch. Do it. You know, this is what it takes is it's like when you feel that that spark of inspiration inside of you, act on it, right? Because it's going to be, it just, it makes things so much better (laughs) when you just act on it because the resistance is usually what creates the the suffering. So I just invite you to do that because um, I think oftentimes it's like we think about it with reviews, for example, you know, if we have a quote unquote negative experience, people are so much more likely to share why they didn't like something. But how often are we going out of our way to shake someone's hand, to give someone a hug, to text someone, to call someone, to say, 
hey, I really appreciate you for X, Y, and Z or just doing a kind gesture or whatever it is like this is the energy that I want to bring us all into is don't talk yourself out of it. Don't say that you're too busy, right? Because this is actually what creates the spaciousness for more, for more time to be able to bend time, to be able to collapse timelines, to be able to be more in the magic of the moment in those mundane activities that we do as humans on a daily basis. For example, laundry, doing dishes, whatever it is. So I think I'll just leave it there. One last piece that I want to mention is there's pauses in at the beginning of the session when Bryn, op- she does an opening prayer that she normally reads out loud, but she recites it just out of respect for privacy for myself and for her process. Um, she just recites it internally. At the beginning, when she opens the Akashic Records and at the end, I was going to edit that out, but I was like, you know what, take that pause to just deeply breathe and to set intentions for what you would love to receive from the live Akashic Records transmission, right? Or just take a moment to recenter, to reground, to call all of your energy back to you, um, to call in presence and, and connectedness. So I didn't want to take the pauses out because I want you to, yeah, it's again, creating space, like, be with yourself, create spaciousness, breathe, feel yourself, put your hands on your body. Even if you're driving, maybe you close your eyes if you're not driving or if you're in a space to do that, but there's so many opportunities for that. So I wanted to give you that gift of the pause, the stillness, the silence that allows you to just access like, what is it that you would like to receive from this episode today, the medicine of this episode today? And, um, Just create an opening for you to connect more deeply with yourself because this is what I do every day. So again, I'm sharing what I practice and um, it's working for me. So (laughs) I want it to work for you too in your own way. But enjoy this episode. I can't wait to hear how this lands, how this opens up. I love you. Thank you for being with me on this journey. And I'll catch you next week for another episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the show. I have Bryn DePel here with me, and I'm very excited about today's conversation. Would you like to say hello? Yes. Hello. Hello. I'm Bryn DePel, as she just said, and I'm just like super, super excited to be here today. I feel like it's going to be very powerful. Can't wait. Yes, yes, yes. So you're an Akashic Records master healer, teacher, energy healer, and former psychologist. Yes. And I kind of want to hear from you because you were a psychologist for about 10 years prior to your spiritual awakening, and you've kind of been able to bridge that background with your line of work now. So if you just want to kind of share what, how kind of everything you feel set you up for this moment in time for you to help humanity kind of come home to themselves and come back to the love within them. Oh, I love that. So I would say that um, as a child, I was always empathic. I was always like a sensitive, as 
probably much more connected to like animals than humans. So like a little bit of a shy person and, but very called to like helping others. It's always been my thing. So I actually have a bachelor's, master's and PhD in psychology. I was trained as a psychologist and I worked as a psychologist for the first 10 years of my career. So what I love about that now is that it just gave me a really good understanding of people. And I, I love hearing about how people feel and I love the details of their lives. And so I got a deep immersion into that that I bring into this work now. So everything was going just fine. I was working at a community clinic and loving it. And then uh, what happened for me is that my father got cancer and then he died within a couple of weeks. And at the time, my father was like my best friend, closest friend. And I was pretty shocking and heartbreaking when he left and his departure kind of um kind of changed everything because the veil between the worlds thinned. Like I had an, like my spiritual awakening, one of my spiritual awakenings happened very quickly at that time. So he started to come to me, like he would come into my living room in his hospital gown and while I was getting, you know, while I was there and that was like a little freaky. And then I started to have a lot of those things that people have happen when they're kind of awakening. Like I'd get into the car and like the radio would already be playing and it would just say one line, like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I would start to find little objects here and there. But the main thing is that I just, the veil between the worlds thinned very quickly. And so I started to become very interested in like wanting to connect with my father. And um, that sort of started me down this pathway of exploration. And then meanwhile, I was working as a psychologist. And what happened in the work there at the clinic is that all of a sudden, all of these new clients came to me who were having spiritual experiences mm -hmm. and like undeniable spiritual experiences. And if I can just share, I think the moment that really turned things around for me was that I had a client, I had just seen her for a couple of weeks and she came in and related the story to me where a few years ago, she had been very, very depressed. She had had like a history of trauma, depression, anxiety. And um, she told me that a few years ago, she had kind of reached the end of her rope. And one night just decided she had to end it all. So we actually went down to the local pier and at midnight, like went to the end of the pier and like jumped off. And as she jumped off, she just let go of life. So she was just sinking in the water down and down and down. And all of a sudden she said like a light illuminated her and she heard it's not your time. And she was like, pretty disoriented, but still committed to letting go. And she felt a, sh a hand come onto her shoulder and they just said, it's not your time. And they pulled her up to the water, up through the water and all the way over to the shore. So um, she was pulled onto the sand. And she was kind of like looking around to see who had saved her. And there was no one there. And she realized, I get chills whenever I tell this, um, she realized it was an angel, like an angel had come into the water and pulled her out. And she just wept. She just mm. broke down because this was a person who had never felt cared for in her entire life, and yet she'd been saved. And so when I heard that story, I was deeply moved. I think I was probably crying. She was crying. And the clinic where I worked, every week we had to meet with the supervisor. So a couple of days later, I went in to see my supervisor and I told him this story and I was still very deeply affected by it. And he just looked at me and said, Bryn, you've got to figure out what hat you're wearing. You can wear the psychology hat or the spirituality hat, but you can't wear both. Mm. 
And then he went on to explain this client was looking to be rescued by an idealized father figure and she'd made the whole thing up. And when I walked out, I thought, no, I don't think I can do this anymore. And so a couple of weeks later, I ended up leaving the clinic and, um, this is all simultaneous to my dad. So my spiritual, all of my abilities are awakening. And I went through a period of about two years where I pretty much lost everything. I lost my job. I lost all my friends. My family kind of disowned me. And when I made this decision to live in this other way, to commit to the spiritual life, it was one of those situations. It doesn't happen to everybody. It happens to enough of us, though, where I just lost everything. And I pretty much had to start over. But what happened is that I then was called to do, I started learning about energy healing and channeling. And so eventually what happened is I began to blend spiritual counseling and energy healing. And that's how I started. And then I'd been doing that for a few years and it was beautiful. And then I met the woman who was my mentor in the Akashic Records. And once I met the Akashic Records, everything exploded from there. So um, I trained with her, really opened up my abilities. And then that's been my deepest love ever since. And so I've had the great joy every day to spend hours in the Akashic Records. And now um, for a number of years, I've been teaching other people to access the records. And it's just the most beautiful, consistent pathway to connecting with the divine that I've personally experienced. And so um, it took me a little bit of time to get there. So again, it was about a two-year transition from the pathway that I thought I was on to where kind of more similar to where I am now. And But it was the most beautiful thing. Like, um, just so grateful for what, what the work I do, the ability I have now. So that's kind of in a little nutshell. Two years feels like a blip in time, though, when you look at the grand scheme of things, right? And so I love I love asking this questions on the sh- this question on the show. And I love that you went there because you had this willingness, right? It was this like unwavering faith in your path. And there was a lot that dissolved, right? There was a lot where people material things, right? And, and it's not always easy. And so this is generally, it's not easy. Like you said, we usually, we usually lose a lot. We usually, it's just, it's, it's challenging because people don't understand and, and there's fears that come up. And when much of the collective is operating a different way and you're going against the grain, it's like, you're constantly bumping up against that, you know, yeah, that, you know, roadblock. So I just wanted to ask that and I really appreciate it. And you do such a beautiful job blending. I didn't know that you had a site. I mean, I knew that you had your doctorates, but I didn't know, right. you know, your full background of, of your psychology background. And it's very evident that your presence is so loving. Your voice do people tell you how soothing your voice is? <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> it's, so it's so soothing. You just have such a beautiful energy. And I had the pleasure of receiving a private Akashic Records reading yeah. with you just after my birthday, which was really only about, I don't know, two two months ago, not even six weeks ago, something like that. And it was so affirming for me. It was very clear how connected you are, how gifted you are, how loving you are, just your whole approach. It felt very effortless for you. It just felt very healing for me and very affirming 
of my own channels and and what I know to be true for my life. So I just wanted to, you know, give you some love over here. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I know it's not always easy to receive, but I hope that you do receive how beautiful you're able, like just how beautifully you coalesce all of your gifts. It, It is truly remarkable. That actually really touches me because that would be everything I would want to offer is just like really for you. And I just want people to feel like loved and cared for and held and also just being given the access to this divine love and wisdom that's available to us. So thank you so much. Yeah. I, I think I'm fortunate in the sense that um, I did have the psychology background because I have a deep understanding of like humans and emotion. And I just bring that into the work that I do now. Mm-hmm. And so just with the divine light, it just gets even better. But yeah, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. Yeah. So, and, and you actually mentioned this in our session where you said you're going to feel you, I don't remember the exact words that you use, but it was something like the energy of what I'm bringing through is going to be very similar to the energy that I already connect with. And it felt yeah. very natural for me. Um, it felt very resonant, just again, how you were sharing things and, and just the whole dynamic of how the session went. So, I mean, I think again, it's because it's that coalescence of who you are and your background and your gifts. And I would just love to know. What is your definition of the Akashic realms, <laughs> the Akashic records? And then if you want to kind of open up your process, because you're going to take us through a session here today so people can kind of get a taste and experience what, what it's like to uh, receive from you. And well, thank you. I'm excited. So in essence, I consider the Akashic records sort of like a vast spiritual library of all the information about our lifetimes, past, present, and future. And everybody has the ability to access their own Akashic records. You know, so when you get that like little hit of intuition or that little knowing, that's typically you're accessing your own Akashic records. And what I've done is I've been trained to go ahead and access the records for other people. So the Akashic records are protected. So it's like, we can't just go get information about another person without their permission. So when you do get their permission and you can go through like a process to access the records for other people, then that whole like realm of information is available as well. Um, What I would say is that when we're close to people like spouses, partners, children, close friends, family members, we can have overlap in the records. So sometimes we can access information because it's related to our lives. But generally speaking, the information is protected. So um, what I do is that first, I always get permission, which I've gotten from you prior to this. And then I say a prayer. And it's the prayer that allows me to raise my frequency level to access the records. Um Inside the records, it's just like beautiful, pure, divine light. So just to talk a moment about what I do. So in a moment, I'm going to go ahead and um, say a prayer to open up the records. I'm going to say it silently. And again, this is just sort of like, it's the key that allows me to access your Akashic records. And um, and I'll probably walk you through that for just a sec when we do that. And then typically... Everybody's process with the records is a little bit different, but for me, oftentimes, or not oftentimes, I'll say the prayer, I'll open up the records, and usually the record keepers have like something they want to say, like there'll just be this like rush of energy that comes through me. So oftentimes the moment I open up the records, then something's going to come through. And so if it's okay with you, I'd like to just let whatever wants to come through automatically come through. 
We get to just let it come through. (laughs) I'm an open book on today's session today. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. I appreciate that. And so then when they've said whatever they want to say, um, I'll let you know that and we can turn our attention to any specific questions that uh, brought you here today. And as you referenced, I think that, you know, in many ways, the energies will feel fairly familiar to you because in essence, what I am doing is accessing your own soul and reflecting reflecting it back to you. So it's usually a very beautiful and uplifting experience. Mm. I will say that I've gotten a little preview of what they want to talk to you about. So there may be some things uh, like when you open up the records, you have access to like divine love, um, wisdom and energy. And so all of that comes through the experience as we're doing it. I was noticing that they're probably going to be doing a little bit of healing work with you too. So uh, would that be okay? So um Again, every session is a little bit different, but I can feel that I feel like you're probably in a transition period. So they're kind of like wanting to like do a little bit of adjustment for you. Uh, So you're going to get like the whole package. Let's do it. it. (laughs) Love, wisdom, and a little little adjustment. So um, does that make sense? Any questions about that? No, and I know I've I've witnessed you do this on Danielle Page's Instagram Live. This right. is how I initially discovered you through another friend who found you through Danielle. And and there were a lot of themes that did help the collective, the listeners as well. So <laughs> I think for me, it was deeply resonant when I when I experienced you supporting Danielle. And so I would say for any of the listeners, if it feels like, oh, she's speaking to me or feels like this is supporting me as well. Trust that and trust that the messages and the healing and whatever comes through is also supportive for the greater whole. So I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that before we get started. Yeah, I really appreciate your saying that because what I was feeling as you're talking is that you're here, we're here with your people. And, and yet you, so this will be both very personal to you, but you're also a conduit for something bigger because I feel like not only is the information that they'll be talking about in many ways, probably have application for other people. I feel as well that you're being almost like, I don't want to use I don't want to use the word use, but in a way, you're going to become a vessel for these energies to move through you. The interesting thing for you in particular is I do feel like you're already that you're going through like a moment of change. And so there's almost like this energy that's already coming through as we're speaking to support any, both you, obviously, first and foremost, but anyone around you who is experiencing perhaps like a little bit of like disturbance or things are changing. And particularly what's happening in the world right now, there's just so much going on. It could be a little bit overwhelming. And so I feel like what they're doing is using you as a vessel to almost like, because it feels like this is also part of your nature, but to like smooth and synthesize any disturbances that are happening both inside of you, inside of your people and out in the world as well. So I feel like this is really going to be designed for just a healing for the collective, for sure, in addition to you. And we got those eclipse energies happening right now. So it's all here to support us in the shaking things up so that we can come back into alignment, right? Yeah, it's intense. It's particularly intense right now. So Yes. I'm glad I'm not the only one feeling it. All right. So I'm um, I'm here and however you want to get started, let's dive in. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say the prayer to access your records. And so I'm going to go ahead and uh, say it silently to myself, and then I'll let you know when the records are open. So what I'd like you to do is just take a nice breath in. 
and just breathing air and light into your body. And just opening up your chest, opening up your lungs, opening up your heart. And as we do this, we're opening up a healing space, a healing temple, so the wisdom and energies that are in your highest good can flow through smoothly and easily. All right, just taking another deep, soft breath in. I'm going to go ahead and say the prayer and open up the records. Also, what I'm feeling right away is that the energies are coming through. They're opening up the third eye. So that means that you're getting a third eye activation so that your sight is being clarified as well as everyone who's listening to this. So definitely we're all getting a third eye activation. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and say the prayer. And again, what the prayer does is it's just like a key to elevation to higher frequencies. It's the key to accessing the records. And if you heard a little snapping noise, they were just clearing something out. So your records are open and they did have a couple things to say to you to start out with. And what I'll say is that in, when I'm in the Akashic Records, I as Bryn kind of step aside a little bit. So it's kind of like I'm a bit of a conscious channel, but I also stay very like connected on a feeling level. So you're probably going to experience both parts of me. The first part feels more like channely part, but let me see if they want to say. The energy that comes through right away is there's just a tremendous amount of acknowledgement for you and who you are and the very powerful mission work that you've agreed to, to engage in in this world. They're saying that in many ways you have done much, learned much, offered much, and at the same time, like you're just at the very, very beginning. They're saying that you carry a tremendous amount of personal power in this lifetime, almost like they're showing me like you're much bigger than you are right now. And they're showing me that because over the next three to five to eight years, they're being very specific, uh, you're about to go through a really powerful period of transition. They're saying you came here to like change the world. You came here to share the light. You came here to take all that light that's inside of you. Like they're showing me almost like a diamond, what I would call like a Christed light, high frequency light in the center of your chest. That is the center of, that is the essence of who you are. And that is what you've come here to um, offer to others. They're funny now. They're saying you're like a like a rule breaker. You're like a little mavericky. You're somebody who's come here to like shake things up. You come here to like it, almost like shatter existing templates um, because you're the bringer of the new. Like they're saying she's the bringer of the light. She has the message that's going to take us all collective, collectively to the next level. They're indicating it again. You have a lot of personal power and. 
you're coalescing or bringing this power together. I feel like you've already done a lot in terms of getting yourself out there, but it sort of pales in comparison to what's about to happen for you. They're saying you have the message, you have the message, you have the message. That indicates to me that you know what you're here to do. And it's just a matter of allowing yourself to let that come out in a bigger way. At the same time, they're showing me you are in a tremendous period of transition. And they use that word tremendous kind of in two ways, like tremendous as in wow, exciting. And tremendous is in the sense of almost like the foundation underneath you may be shifting. So there could be a sensation of like, whoa, like needing to sort of like rebalance yourself. They're saying it's not going to stop. <laughs> it looks to me like it it looks like you have a track going on on your personal life and then also what we would call your professional life. So <clears throat> you're, that's interesting. I'm getting a, like a little choked up. And um, what that indicates to me is there may even be like a little blockage. You ever feel like you're not fully expressing yourself, have not fully expressed yourself? Because there's like a little bit of a catch here. Let me just rinse that out. <laughs> 100%. There's so much that I do in the form of being seen and, and, and sharing messages and expose myself, but there's so much that I'm holding back. <laughs> but I'm I'm doing my best to put one foot in front of the other every day and, and just keep on the path. But yeah, there's a lot of fears of being seen in this way because it does feel big. So it's very interesting that you're saying that because when I look at you, I see pure light, pure, pure light. And yet now there's this like a little, like a little ball that's in my throat. And what that indicates to me is, and this is actually a good thing. I mean, I'll tell you the good part. Um, you still haven't. So number one, they're acknowledging you for your vulnerability in discussing this. Um, in the way that you are, because that does take some courage. But they're saying too, that you're a really beautiful model for other people that you do make yourself available in that kind of um, vulnerability. They're calling it like a, a lack of perfection. So you don't come off like pure white, shiny, perfect, um, which is beautiful. They're saying that you heal through your example. So you're talking about yourself, um, particularly in these more vulnerable ways is actually part of the healing for you. So with that as my preface, they're showing me this almost like there's like a tennis ball that's in your throat. And so what that indicates to me is that there is, it's like a tennis ball of energy in your throat. And so what that indicates is that there is a hesitation inside of you about really letting your message come forward. Now, so that's something we can even take a moment to see if we could dissolve if you wish. But what they're saying, the like the exciting part about this is that this tennis ball that's in your throat is actually like your body of knowledge. It's your teaching. And so what that says to me is that as much as you've done so far, you haven't even scratched the surface of this whole thing inside of you that wants to be expressed. So they find that really exciting. I don't know if you find that really exciting, but it's almost like for as much as you've done, you probably haven't even come to your central communication for this lifetime. Like, like it gets so much bigger from here. Like they're super excited about that. They are super excited about that because you like, you're curious. They're saying you have a strong intellect and you like change. Like you like the new, you like to do things different. And so they're saying that we chose you because you're willing to change. We chose you because you, like you'll reveal a chapter and then you'll go on and reveal another chapter and then you'll reveal another chapter. So your teachings will likely keep unfolding a, over time in a really beautiful way. And they want to just go back for a moment or they want to add to that 
The nice part about you is that you're very generous in your energy so that when you learn something, when they're saying when you attain something, it's almost like you immediately want to give it out. Like they're saying, even these chapters that they're talking about, this progressive expression of your knowledge, not only are you sharing knowledge with other people, you're also, this is what they wanted to share. You're activating the knowledge, the body of wisdom that's inside all of the people who come to you, because it looks like you teach people, you transform people who are also very bright lights. You help people, like you have this like whole wave or movement of people who have come to you. And I'm hoping that everybody's listening to this recognizes yourself because they're saying that you activate like the leaders, the teachers, the healers. And you also just help people this is very sweet. Like it's very moving. Actually, you also help people find that which is beautiful in themselves. But I see in like a really grounded way. It's not like a super esoteric, inaccessible way. It's like I'm here. I'm in the body. I'm feeling myself, and I'm going to help you feel yourself. And then, yeah. See, when, it's interesting. The minute I said that, it's like your throat opened up. So that says to me that that's probably part of the teaching that wants to be expressed. Yeah, they're saying, tell her not to be afraid. So they almost want you to overcome your fear by feeling the marvelousness, the magnificence of what you're here to offer. Because sometimes if if we think about ourselves and what what it means to put ourselves in the public eye to experience greater public exposure, there can be a hesitation, both from this lifetime, uh, but also from what we carry forward from other lifetimes. But it's interesting, because now this like, tennis ball feeling is kind of opening up. So that says to me that when you focus on opening up the body of knowledge in other people or for other people, like there's a lot of joy for you. So do you notice that? Like when you're helping other people, it just like feels really good. Mm-hmm. Almost like takes you out of yourself a little bit and into that, like into the wonderfulness of that. Yeah, absolutely. Even when you were expressing the embodied way of showing others how to feel themselves, it was like, ah, this breath of fresh air, because that's really ultimately what I experience the majority of the time. Of course, I have my moments. I'm in the middle of a moment right now where I'm. there's a lot of disruption, but I want that for humanity. It's like this deep longing of the experience of life and why we came here and to experience the fullness. Um, and so much of humanity doesn't have that right now. So it just feels it feels so right when you express that. And I did feel a softening in my, in my being when you, when you shared that part. Thank you for that. As you were talking, the other thing they were saying is that for you, nature is extremely important. Being outside, it's almost like mother earth is one of your greatest, they said fans, one of your greatest supporters. So you're being, And this will likely apply to your people as well, because they're being very strong about this for you, like being outside, being on the ground, being around greenery. They're saying that's one of the best ways. They're saying, again, you're going through a pretty profound transition right now. And that being outside in nature is actually one of the greatest supports you can have. If there are times even when you can't soothe yourself or you don't feel balanced yourself, they're saying, go outside, let the trees, let the trees hold you, let the trees love you. Mm. That's why I moved to North Carolina. These trees, these mountains, I mean, it has been deeply healing for me so yeah. far. I've only been here two months. So I know that it's the, the land here feels very 
important for me as I'm stepping through this transition in my life. And they talk about trees in particular. So do you feel, do you have trees around you? Do you feel connected to trees? Because they feel like the trees are part of, almost like part of your support team. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm in the middle of calling in my more permanent location. I get to be out of my temporary location in the next three weeks, but I just keep visioning privacy trees, like having trees on wherever I end up to just be able to be outside and to be with myself is very, very important. Do you feel happy where you're living now? Would you stay there if you could? No, it's too small. <laughs> yeah, because when you said that they wanted to like clear this, like when they do snapping, it's like clearing the energies. They indicated to me like, you got to go, like got to go, got to go. So they're saying you're being lifted out of where you are now and you're being taken someplace else that feels ultimately much more harmonious for you. And the next place you go, you'll likely stay for a while. Is that your plan? Well, I was... It was my plan. The intention was to purchase and I'm running out of time for that. So now I'm exploring long-term rentals. So yeah, there's a lot of movement, surrender, trust, but also action in the material world to to get everything lined up. Also while six months pregnant. So anything that they want to share about that would be wonderful because it's definitely re required a lot of my energy. Um, and there's, and I can feel like the looping of the mind and like when to push and when to move forward and when to trust and when to take this, take a step back is what I'm noticing. I'm kind of dancing in right now. And it feels very disruptive for my nervous system. <laughs> <laughs> so in relation to the move, they they show peace on the other side of it. So even if your intention was, it doesn't look like it's the right timing for you to purchase because you're still going through such a profound change inside of yourself. It's almost like, uh, and I'm seeing your mate too. So it looks like you and your mate are going through some changes that you probably want to go through before you find, they call it your final resting place. So maybe a place where you stay for quite some time. To me, it looks like the next place you go, you do stay for a while. I don't see like a quick move again, because the predominant feeling that comes through is like peace. Like you need peace. You need rest, particularly because of the pregnancy that you're experiencing. And also because they're saying she's building a platform or a runway for the work that you do. So you have an interesting situation in the sense that there's an expansion taking place for you in terms of soul's divine purpose. At the same time, you're in the process of like nurturing this little life to come forward. So <laughs> they're almost like saying there's not going to be a lot of rest here. It's not <laughs> like you're just going to go and focus on having a child and raising this little one. Because to me, yeah, it looks like as part of your pregnancy and perhaps the birth process and the early stages of bringing your child into the world, you're you're likely going to have like a like an opening. Um, so almost like they're being a little playful, like, yeah, probably not some rest here. Um, but that too, like um, the there's an awakening happening in this pregnancy, motherhood, labor portal. <laughs> Another big expansion. And it's funny that you're talking about the third eye because I've also been shown like more gifts will come through and clairvoyance. Like I can definitely feel a big shift in terms of my connection with spirit. And that scares me, but it also feels like it's part of my path in terms of more access. The interesting thing for you is that you came here as a soul and said, I want it all. <laughs> can I go back and change that? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I want it all, just not at the same time. <laughs> you know, I do see this like explosion of your third eye. So we'll just ask that that be like gentle and moderate <laughs> and that it happened in the way that's in your highest good. But I do see that there is going to be this opening because they're saying that in this lifetime, you wanted to go all the way. So that says to me, you're going to be reaching unity consciousness in this lifetime, like oneness. You, there's, they're saying, they're saying, she said, I just don't have time for it. Like, I don't, I mean, right now you don't feel like you have physical time for all of this, but in this lifetime, you said, I don't have time. Like you just wanted, yeah, they're saying again, you wanted it all. You wanted awakening and you want massive impact because you're like, I don't know if I want to do another loop here. So you're kind of like, let me maximize my time here. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny to me because it felt like it didn't never, nothing feels gradual. It feels like, oh, it's going to happen in a one, literally a two year period where my life is completely changed. Um, and yeah, so, and then that's where I think the, the motherhood journey, it's like, how am I going to figure out, how am I going to be a mom and do all of this? But I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. They're saying there will be what they're calling space for it all. Becoming a mom is going to be quite, they're almost calling it like a little shocking for you. (laughs) Like it's going to be so different than what you're used to, but so beautiful. Like I just see even the process of, you know, going through birth in those initial stages of like getting used to having a child. Like there's a, a lot of learning that's going to take place. But they're telling me too, that the one who's coming through this baby is like an illumined one. And so this one is going to be enhancing, accelerating your whole spiritual evolution as well. And this one comes in awake. Like this one comes in like knowing everything, remembering everything. This one will be in many ways, your teacher. This is going to be one of those children where they say those things and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? (laughs) Like so illumined. So this one is going to be awake and because you're carrying a being with that kind of energy once that being like leaves your body because now it it's going the soul kind of goes in and out during pregnancy but once this one comes through the body and into the world it's like it's going to be holding this bigger energy and just being in the energy field is going to change you as well i feel like too you're um I feel like your mate is going to be getting a big supercharge of energy too. So there's a lot of, I see like a reverberation is going to happen. That's pretty powerful. Everybody's going to get an acceleration for sure. So they showed, there was almost like a little bit of like a sadness or tenderness when we were talking about this because like they're just like petting, they want to pet your heart because I feel like there's likely some fear about who you may become perhaps what you may lose, what this life, there's a little bit of fear of loss of self. Can you feel that? Absolutely. Yeah. So we never were formally wanting to conceive. Like we weren't, oh, we're going to start the process of having a child now. It was more, let's just not not try because we knew that we were destined to become parents and we knew these two spirit babies wanted to come through, but we never felt ready, both my husband and I. And um, there is a lot of instability 
with because of our entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey also now moving. So it just felt like in my mind, I wanted to have everything lined up perfectly with a bow. And mm-hmm. also, right, like, because I feel so deeply connected to my service work, is this going to hold me back? Is becoming a mother going to hold me back from my service work? Am I going to lose myself? Is my self-care and my practices going to, am I going to have to sacrifice all the things that I love for myself. I've definitely been moving through that during this pregnancy. It's very interesting that you're saying that. And it's very meaningful because they do show me that. And we're going to describe this because in many ways, I think it's a bit of a universal process that there is some grief that's coming up because there is a loss of self when a child comes in. And it's almost like, your focus moves away from you and even to some degree away from the world to this little one. And it shows me that you will find wholeness because the thing that's really interesting for you is that even though this is a whole new experience, it's showing me almost like you're going to access all of the information. Like they're like, they're showing me books of knowledge from other lifetimes about birth and childbirth and raising a child. Um, And the fact they're showing me books indicates so that you'll have memory of this. And I'm seeing also like you're going to be downloading because you're very connected. You're going to be downloading wisdom. Like you can just ask for, oh my God, what do I do now? And you'll be getting wisdom. So there is something where, and you could even end up writing about this or speaking about this because they're telling me that you develop an integrated body of knowledge about motherhood. That is an essential part of your teaching. So it does look like this was part of the plan all the way along. Although, again, they're showing me like the grief. So I just to breathe in for a moment and just even breathing into the the throat, the heart. Yeah, there's sadness here. Can you feel that? It feels like loss of self. Yes. And they're saying, in a way, whenever we go undergo any kind of major transition, and having a child is certainly one of the biggest ones, that they're almost saying there's almost like a little ego death, a little personality death that we have to go through to create a bigger space for what wants to happen next. So... They're encouraging you not to worry if you even feel like a little sadness or feel like a little down, because it's just what happens ultimately is that you're creating a bigger space for everything. And even though there will be less time for you and your practices and the things that are important to you, they're almost like saying somehow time was going to expand. So there's going to be more time. And also there'll be a reprioritization of how you spend your time so that the most important things will get done. Um, Because for you, it's not just like, okay, now I'm going to be a mom. It does because it shows me that your evolution continues. And it also shows me that your, um, your work continues. And I'm seeing a book too. Are you thinking about writing a book or? Yes, I'm especially with this motherhood journey. And as it relates to 
just bringing in these new souls. I just feel, especially the, the loss of sacredness of the pregnancy and labor and postpartum experience. And it just, it even, I can feel the emotions of like, right. If we can support the mothers, then of course we support the children and we support the next generations and the future souls coming in. So it feels very, like, I want to share it. I don't know how that will, I don't know what the delivery method will be, but it's like, I feel very excited and passionate to talk about my experience. Yeah. And they're saying that what's going to be very nice for you is that like, I feel like they're in this book or these communications, there's like emotion. So people are going to feel what you feel. And yet you're doing it with a greater degree of consciousness than many people. So it's almost like you're in it, you're feeling it, but you're also able to like step back a little bit and like view it from a slightly, almost like a larger perspective. I don't think it's a neutral perspective. I would say it's a more enlightened perspective. And they're saying that the learnings that you gain through this process, you then again, freely share with others. And now, even as I'm saying that, I feel like things are lightening up. So do you feel like maybe a little less fearful about the whole process? Because I'm feeling like the energy is starting to move in a way that's actually really nice. And they're showing me that you'll likely share your journey as you go along, probably with something like social media or perhaps in this venue. But I do see they keep showing me this like collected body of knowledge. So you may, it may either be part of another book that you write, or there may be a book about this experience because they're saying it needs to be brought together in one place because it's going to have power. Yeah, I've I felt a book in me. That's where I'm like, okay, you know, it's like, I'm on the, I got the podcast, I got the book, I'm going to be a mother. And now I have another soul that (laughs) has been communicating to me. So I'm like, where, how is all of this going to happen? But, and then of course, like you express this and I've seen this multiple times, like just masses of people and being on stage and being seen. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels like (laughs) exactly what you said. I want it all. It's like, I'm literally, I see myself traveling and it's like, how, but I get to trust the process, I guess, (laughs) because it has been very challenging over the last few years, just walking away from corporate, starting my own business, the ups and downs of income coming in and out and moving and like transition and now motherhood. And so I can feel the, right. It's just like all the programming of like, there's a part of me that's like, you're not, you're doing it wrong or, (laughs) or, you know what I mean? (laughs) Not that you're doing it wrong, but like you want to come back over here where it's safe, come back over here where there's no risk, Mm -hmm. come back over here where you can have your 401k and your six figure engineering income and, you know, your white picket fence and everything will just be status quo. But I know that that's not what my soul signed up for. And I know that's soul sucking, but there's still a part of me that, you know, it's like, maybe I kind of just want to like chill over there for a minute. <laughs> They're going like this, like that's behind you, like that's already gone. But what's important for you to know is that they're showing me that you keep one of the nice parts about you is that you keep restabilizing. So you may destabilize, you may go through transition, and then you come back to balance again. And it's almost like the way that you destabilize, restabilize, destabilize, restabilize. That's number one, important for you to know that there will be stability because, you know, as humans, we have to have some measure of stability. 
but there's just so many kind of like an ebb and a flow given the infinity symbol here. Like it's going to come and it's going to go and it's going to come and it's going to go and you will keep finding yourself. But the quality they keep offering, which is actually really interesting is that they just keep saying she gets bigger. So it's almost like, like even like your head, like every, like your conception of yourself, your idea of what's possible, even your idea of what you want. It just keeps getting bigger. Like you keep expanding to meet the circumstances. And they also want to say you're like a little mavericky. So even though there's a part of you that wants like the stability and wants that engineering and the paycheck and the, you know, 401k and all that, like the maverick in you is like, I don't think so. And so they're saying this because there are probably a lot of people who listen to you or come to you who have that mavericky quality where they want the stability, but they actually want more, more than that. And you help them find that because you're activating that. And so they're saying you're giving the gift of instability, stability, instability, stability. Mm. And you help people know that they can find that. Mm. Even now you're transmitting that quality. I can feel that. So it's really beautiful. So they don't want you to be afraid. They want you to know that even though things feel a little tenuous, that you'll come back to stability again. And that's part of the reason that the next move you make may be a little bit longer term because they want you just to feel safe and grounded. And with all this expansion that's taking place, you do actually need that physical stability for a while. Thank you. Yeah, I feel a softening, like a resolve in my body. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And will you tell my little baby boy um, if he wants to communicate? I feel like I have so much going on. I was getting more communication from him and then it kind of felt like it stopped. So if you want to tell him, (laughs) he can come back and communicate with me. I'm gladly here to receive. And do you want to say his full name or do you have his name yet? I do, but I'm, that's the one thing we're not sharing with the masses yet. Okay. So let me just tune into him. He's laughing. He's very playful. He's really funny. He says almost like, oh, don't worry about you. I don't go anywhere. I'm here with you. I like, he just, he may even come to communicate with you through the vessel of, he says, oh, he knows you're busy. I feel like he indicates like biologically or physiologically, you're probably going through a lot. He calls that busy. Like you've just probably been going through like a lot of changes. So that that may even be affecting you emotionally or intellectually, just like a lot. But he's just laughing. He's got a lot of energy. He can't wait to be here. He says, I've got a little bit longer. But um, what I wanted to say is that he probably communicates to to you through like humor or lightness of being like you might just like get a giggle somewhere (laughs) where you don't even know why or when you're laughing and they he wants you to laugh as much as possible because that frequency is almost like that's his home frequency is the laughter Mm. so um any kind of lightness of being He says, that's how we communicate now. He says he's coming relatively soon. He says it's going to be easier than you expect. So he doesn't want you to worry about that. He says, don't worry. I've been through this before. (laughs) He's like, we've all been through this before. We'll we'll just come through. He says, you're going to create a very warm, loving environment for him to come into. And 
again, he keeps indicating it's not quite yet, but he's very excited about what's to come. He's going to have a lot of energy. I see him like running and running and running, a lot of laughing, a lot of playing. He is saying, I, he's kind of funny. He's like, I came, I'm coming here as your teacher. So be prepared to learn. I've got some things to say. I've been watching you for a long time. He said, I picked you almost like thousands of years ago. And I'm so excited about the life that we're going to have now. Mm-hmm. So your request was for him to communicate with you or do you communicate with him or because he's opening all that up right now. Yeah, I just kind of got some information at the beginning of my pregnancy that he was going to be giving me some information about him at a soul level and who he was before incarnating and um, who he is now and who he's going to be. And I just, there's a part of me that already has mom guilt of like, I've got too much going on that I haven't been kind of connecting in as much with myself. And so um, I just wanted to presence that, that I'm here and I'm open and I know he's been helping me in my dreams quite a bit with some karmic clearing. That feels like it's over. I spent a lot of time moving through some things in my dreams. So yeah, that was really it. I don't have anything specific. I mean, I I talked to him, but I just don't feel like, it just feels like my connection has been a little bit off because I think there's so much happening in my nervous system and just so many things I'm doing in the external world. Well, it's interesting because he said in relation to your communicating with him, go into the moonlight. So if you ever want to, and so it's interesting that he comes in dreams because that's Mm -hmm. under moonlight. And so if you ever want to communicate with him, he says, don't worry about this information that you've heard about, you'll get it. But -hmm. if you ever want to specifically communicate with him, you may just want to go outside and just relax and be in the moonlight because that feels like somehow that's an easier, like the veil is a little bit thinner. Perhaps Mm -hmm. you might even be a little bit more relaxed at the end of the day or into the evening and just make it peaceful. Like I'm seeing you're like almost like sitting or reclining, very peaceful under the moonlight and just it flows through like, like honey. It's very sweet. The way the energy comes through. I get to set up my hammock when I move to my new location. That's what it feels like. <laughs> that is perfect. Cause I'm just seeing you're like very relaxed, mm-hmm. very relaxed. Thank you so much. This was such a gift. I feel so much lighter. So that's why I'm so grateful that you said yes to just having, even though it's vulnerable, right? And personal, just so people can kind of feel how soothing and affirming it can be if people are going through any sort of transition. So thank you. So you do feel lighter. And I very much appreciate the ability to talk to you because when um, you reached out, Spirit was like, yes. I also feel like this little tennis ball is just dissolving. So that says uh, that you're moving through that quickly. And just know that as I'm experiencing something, experiencing something and, and describing it and you're experiencing it, it's being transmitted to everybody here. So I feel like there was a very, like a soft, but profound healing that was offered today too. So I feel that. Thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and close the records. That's just going to take me a sec. Yeah, everybody got healing today. So that's really nice. That's really nice. So the healing has gone out to all of the people who will ever listen to this. So that's a really beautiful because that's the way it works. You know, there's just this field of energy went out. So just know that everybody's receiving the healing right now. 
So I'm like you. high on spirit right now. I feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why it's like, I want this for the world because I know, right. We know what it feels like to just be drunk on the divine, right? It just feels yeah. so nice. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for facilitating. Yeah, thank you for this. Thank you for creating the space. And I think this is one of the reasons that I love working with the Akashic Records is that we just get to experience the divine like that, like yeah. all of this beauty, all of this wisdom, all the healing is just right here. And the Akashic yeah. Records are just a beautiful source for that. So thank you for allowing us to share that with you. They're just like really excited about you and where you're going and your baby. They're saying baby. So there's another one coming. Not quite yet, but uh Yeah. Oh yeah. The full life. It's happening. That it's going to be the the story of my life might be the book. <laughs> they say yes to that actually. Mm. They say yes to, yeah, that was it. That's it. It's the mm. whole potato. It's the whole the package. Whole potato. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a beautiful group course offering coming up on November 3rd, an introduction to yes. the Akashic Records. I would love for you to share that with our community. Um, in conjunction with the private one-on-one sessions for people, because I'm such an advocate for people finding this source within themselves. And yes, we have mentors and we have people that can help, but really we all do have access. And that was something that I didn't believe was possible for me for much of my life. So I love that you're offering this and you're giving this gift to the world for those who want to experience it in their own way. So I would love for you to share about that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, um, I do individual sessions similar to a version of what we did here today. But what I've started been doing for a number of years is actually teaching people to access their own Akashic records. Because what I love about it is that we go through an initiation process and then I take you through a step-by-step process so that you can learn to like clearly and consistently access your own Akashic records. Because I think ultimately our having the ability to do this and not have to go to somebody else, as much as I love doing that work, I think as you touched upon our, our having the ability to do this for ourselves, it's like 24 seven, always on immediate access to divine communication. I think it's just, it's the most beautiful thing. And it's lovely because you get wisdom and you get energy and you get healing and I think that we're all awakening our abilities ultimately, and this is just a way to fast track that. So I'm really delighted to um, initiate people into the records. And yes, I'm starting a course. Uh, It's just coming up on November 3rd. It goes for six weeks. And for anyone who feels called, I would love to have you join me. And we'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes as well. And obviously you. you can feel Bryn's yeah, just your resonance is just, again, so loving, so compassionate, so open. And and again, I do, I think we're stepping as a collective into this energy of nobody can take our power away, right? Like the guru, the guru lives inside of us. And I love yeah. that you're offering this for people yeah. that they really can become their own advocate and empowered with their own connection with source through the Akashic Records. So I really love that. If I didn't have 800,000 things going on, I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll offer it again for me, right? (laughs) I will offer it probably about a year from now, but yes, I'll be, uh, would love to have you join me. So whenever that feels right. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. And is there anything else? So you're at brindapel.com and you're at brindapel on Instagram as well. Is there any other ways that people can connect with you? I'll put all that in the show notes as well. That's actually the best way. It's just um, 
at brindapel.com and yeah, Instagram at brindapel. So um, I'm here. I'm open. I am in service to the divine. And if you feel called, I'd love to uh, meet you in whatever way feels best. Thank you. Thank you so much for just being such a beautiful light in the world, for your sacred service, for saying yes to today. And I so, so, so appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much love, everyone. Catch you next week for another episode. Thank you for your presence and tuning in today. I believe in the power of reciprocity. So if you found value from this episode, I invite you to share the love. There are endless ways to do so, including leaving a rating and written review on Apple, forwarding the episode link to a loved one, reaching out to me on social media to say hi at Lindsay Martin Ellis, or sending me a love note via email at lindsay at lindsaymartinellis.com. I so appreciate you and your support. It's truly what keeps me going. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Lindsay Martin Ellis Experience. Much love.